0: Welcome to the CL Talks podcast. Each week we sit down with different guests who provide unique and insightful perspectives on various topics. This week we're talking about cultivating the mind. Let's dive right into this week's episode of CL Talks.
1: We have been talking about cultivating the mind. <sighs> so if you're good. not with us last time. You mm. need to listen to it. It was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, incredible because I am surrounded by two extremely smart people you. full of the Spirit <laughs> of God, full of the Word of God, and I, I just kind of listen and I, I'm, I'm gaining so much wisdom myself. We're having fun. I listen to them. We're having a lot of fun. And uh, my wife, Tava and our daughter-in-love, Michaela, Pastor yes. Cameron's uh, wife, and we again talked about cultivating the mind. Right. Like our mind mm-hmm. is the garden that uh, that God has given us, where our it's our thought process, it's our will, it's our emotions. That's the reason the enemy tries to plant seeds that are wow. become weeds on the inside of us. The Bible says we've been born again. Not by corruptible seed, but the incorruptible seed yes. of the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so, so the word of God, Jesus said, my word is spirit and it is life. Wow. So the the, the weeds that the devil tries to get into your life are spiritual. Mm. Uh, but they come through words uh, and, and thoughts. Thoughts are established. And once a thought is established, it begins to program you into a behavior,
2: mm-hmm. uh, into
1: a certain conduct. Yeah. The weeds that are corruptible can also come out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. And when they come out of our mouth, they become seed that now we are planting. Not only planting in our own hearts, mm-hmm. because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word yeah. of God. So fear comes hmm. by hearing and hearing other people or other things, uh, hmm. what we see. But remember, we're talking about the mind because the reason that he plants this, the seeds that are corruptible, that are not good for you, he wants to get to your will. Hmm. Yep. So he, he wants to, to you know, get you into a position and place where he can control you hmm. and you can become his instruments. It's the reason the Bible says, don't let the members of your body, don't yield the members of your body uh, as instruments to sin again, but mm-hmm. to righteousness. That means doing right. But yeah. you and I, like Tava said last time in Romans the 12th, chapter, verse 2, we have to renew our minds to the Word of God. That is our responsibility. Yeah. We have to be doers of the word, study the word, speak the word, confess the word, stand on the word. And by the way, like uh, Michaela said, when she was giving uh, the scripture concerning the the souls, there's distractions. The the word will be, listen, the word will be attacked. Okay. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say in Mark, the fourth chapter, concerning the sower, so is the word? first thing Jesus said is, the devil comes to steal the word. Immediately, yeah. Immediately to steal yep. the word. Mm-hmm. So that's what his desire is. Now, where do these words come from? Listen to what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verse 33 and verse 34. Paul is speaking to us by the Spirit of God, because remember, all Scripture, like Tavis said, is God-breathed. Mm. So it comes from and by the Holy Spirit. He says this, do not be deceived. Now, you know, that's the first thing that Jesus said in Matthew 24 that was going to be uh, so uh, prominent and prevalent during uh, the last days before his return. And that was deception. He said the same thing to his disciples. So he says this, do not be deceived. Evil company Evil company mm. corrupts, corrupts. There's that corruptible seed. Yeah, mm. corrupt. Evil company corrupts good habits. Wow. And then he says this. He says, awake to righteousness. In other words, man, wake up. Look at the weeds. Look <laughs> Look what's happening. <laughs> mm, wake yep. up uh, to righteousness and do not sin. For some of you do not have the knowledge of God. Boy, that's the key right there, mm. the knowledge of God and he said i speak this to your your shame so evil company is speaking that evil company can come through friends friends it can come through relatives Yep. Uh, it can come through uh, other influences in your life. Social can, media. Social media. It can come through teaching, wow. somebody teaching you. It can come through music. Movies. It can come through movies, TV, social media. Uh, There's wow, all yep. different places. That's the reason we talked about, and you said this last time, Michaela, guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your. That means guard your mind, guard your heart, guard your will, guard your mind, because out of it come the issues. Wow of your life. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's so important. So evil company uh uh Michaela can if we hang with the wrong people, run with the wrong people, listen to the wrong things, it can literally develop our identity.
0: Yeah, it can. Um and, you know, some sometimes weeds or like those seeds have been planted by other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think about, I can't help but think that these deep roots into us, sometimes it comes from trauma that we've experienced with our family. True. Like, I don't think that, you know, every single person that is born again is just thinking, oh, when's the next time I can, you know, go sin or whatever. Right. A lot of that times is like, that's, you know, the people you're hanging out with. It may not be that you're like going out to try to hang out with your old Friends, you know, it may be that you're going home and your family around you, you know, that mm-hmm. you're not able to, they're not necessarily walking that same path of transformation and you're just surrounded by so much darkness and dysfunction in their lives, or it may be in your workplace. Um, I think about wow. you know childhood of people who have been abused, you know, um, somebody may be struggling with their sexual identity. well they you know, they didn't have to ask to be touched inappropriately right. or oh you know, someone's struggling with sexual addiction. It's like they didn't ask to be placed around somebody who had you know a magazines lying around that they accidentally saw when they were five, you know, right, and it's like right. then, and this addiction starts at such a young age yeah. they didn't even know and so when we talk about that environment around us it's not like this condemning thing of God just being oh, like well so you just need to break your, your sexual addiction or you just need to stop hanging out with those people like sometimes we can't get away from the the stuff that has happened to us like the, mm. the wounds that have been created um, you know divorce or whatever you know like maybe you didn't even get divorced but your mom and dad got divorced or something like you can't get away from that um, but that doesn't define us that isn't yeah. limiting to us wow. our transformation process yes. when we say okay i'm making a decision to be transformed that literally is hope for anyone it doesn't matter if you were abused every single day of your life for the first 10 years of your life mm-hmm. or if you had you know were introduced to something and you couldn't you feel like that it's not that you are controlling it but it's controlling you like you have power over that yes. through the hope yes. in christ and so um, you know our sin and dysfunction Like I said um, uh, the other week, as like the sin and dysfunction doesn't define who we are. And Mm. sometimes I think it's so interwoven. I know in my personal life, I really struggled. You know, Cameron really um, has been pivotal in my discipleship process in our marriage. Like that's what's so beautiful about marriage is that you're co-laboring together, you're discipling, you have a partner and that can happen in in community as well. So not just marriage, but in my marriage, I feel like that God really helped me to walk through uh, that process of transformation and still am. But he really helped me to realize that I would get offended, you know, he'd be like, man, this little thing, you know, and I'm like, that's just, that's who I am. Like I, you're asking me to change like who I am, not, not to be, and and he had to show me in the word, like, well, if it's not love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, like the fruit of the spirit, who we are as sons Mm. and daughters of God, like, it's not who we are. Right. It just, it plain and simple. And that can be super offensive. Like, it, it's almost like, you know, we're looking, we're talking about the weeds in the garden. Yeah, you Well, like we're looking at the you. garden, we're like... But (laughs) But it looks like it's this, it looks like it should all be together. And it's like, no, actually this is actually a weed. And if you don't take it out, it's going to destroy your whole garden. It'll ruin all the flowers. It'll Mm. poison everything that's good. And so like when I think about that parable of the seed and the sower, and it talks about this falling on good soil or the distracted soil, it's not that it's, you know, all of these bad Christians that are receiving the word and they really don't want to be Christians. Like no, I think everybody, you know, most everybody watching tonight wants to be awesome yeah. son and daughter of God, you know, sure. but we have these preset filters, these traumas, these things that we've gone through, these seeds that have been sown in mm-hmm. our lives. Um, and some that we have gone out and chosen to get because we wanted that, you know, selfish ambition for wealth, or we were just too distracted. Um, but the, all of those things, we have an opportunity to overcome through the tools that we have in the Word of God. Um, so good. Yeah.
1: You know, the, uh, and, and like you said, the, the the one thing I found out in my life, uh, in my young Christian life, uh, be, because of my identity was so confused, mm. so messed up. Mm. I mean, I, I, I tell everybody my degree is in psychology. Yeah. Hmm. And the reason I took psychology is because I was so messed up. <laughs> I want to find, out, like,
0: why. Help. <laughs> help. I, I find out. It's like help. I to find out what's wrong with me. me? <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I want <wouldn't> to find <laughs> out why am
1: I crazy? You know, <laughs> and, and, and you're reading all these self-help books and everything, trying to, uh, to to be this one, to be that one, and you read one, and it says do this, and you do that, and, and do that other, and yeah. has no power, and you know, you're yeah. just trying. And it's confusion. Yes, you know, it, it, it's total confusion, and so you know, one of the things that you said is so vitally important hmm. uh, that I I think that. We need to, just for a moment, to think about this. You said your husband helped you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Your husband helped you. He didn't condemn you.
0: Mm.
2: He
1: didn't beat you up. He was not part of the problem. He was being used by God to be part of the solution. And where did he go? He went to the Word of God. And, said, mm-hmm. and I know that y'all pray together, and you, yeah. you pray together. But then you said something else. It's so vitally important. And Tave, th- this is something you're into constantly. And uh, I, I just uh, I, I admire and appreciate what you do uh, concerning this. But you said also you can get that in community.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it takes... Uh, Someone who loves us to help Mm. us see our potential because, (laughs) man, you know, not only do you have the enemy hammering down on you, but you have the world with all of these comparisons popping up and, you know, really it all, of course, stems to Satan who says, did God say this about you? Knowing that when Satan asked that question of Eve He already knew she was made in the image of God. It's amazing. So, this communal part, this part of us uh, partnering together personally with the Lord, but also when we have voices of a Mm -hmm. daughter in love, a husband, a friend that will say, Look, this is your true identity. This right here that seems so much a part of you is really a weed. This thing is choking out yeah. the life of God. And And true friends are going to say that because mm-hmm. they love you. In fact, these things are invitations to yeah. be transformed. When we see it instead of a finger in our face, it's more of a beckoning yeah. to be able to be um, freed up from mm-hmm. those weeds that are growing around us, yeah. choking out life.
1: Yeah, so it, and, and just like you said, it... That's what church is supposed to be. a yeah. community. Yeah, it, it it is. It is community, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a safe place. Safe
2: mm-hmm. place. A safe
1: place. <laughs> yes. we, we talk about you know <laughs> wives that are abused. They go to what they call a safe house, a safe place, mm-hmm. or or, wow. or people that are trying to get away from uh from being hurt. It's a safe place, safe house. Mm. Church is supposed to be a safe place. Yeah, you're supposed to be able we're supposed to be able to go to one another right. and talk to one another and help one another uh, in in our get the weeds out right. to, to help us. But at the same time, I have to take responsibility. I just right. can't go and live off people mm-hmm. and, and and let them be the the my answer to everything. Right. And always running back to them. Yeah, you know the Bible says in James the fifth chapter, it says, "Anyone in trouble, let him pray." Hmm. So and we, then call. Yeah, yeah. The help. <laughs> and then we we, we, we can, pray, but we must take responsibility. It's good. We 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 must mature and grow up because
2: God gives us tools. Yes,
1: and take responsibility uh, to to do that. And that's the reason that a life group, small groups, yeah, community yeah. is so vitally important. I have found out one thing. In my life, when somebody doesn't want to to help me when I'm reaching out to somebody, a lot of times it's because of selfishness. Hmm. Not on my my on my part, hmm. but this is what we all have to look at. If I'm so selfish about what I want to do all the time in my time, I'm never going to have time to help anybody. Hmm. I won't even have. If it's all about me, I'll never even have time to to hmm. help my kids. I'll never ha- have time to. To help other people, hmm. and that's what we're supposed to be about—is—is yeah. is helping other people. So, so we, we, when we look at this, we have to understand that it's so vitally important for us to help one another, and it's for us to come alongside uh, to help you weed out. Yeah. Some of these well, things. that's
0: why I think our relationship is not just a vertical relationship with God. Exactly. He set it up to be where yes. we are in relationship with Him, and we need Him and yeah. people. Just We need people just as much as we need God because they help reflect, you know, like in marriage or in your close community in friendship. Yeah. Um, it's a reflection, you know, when you are standing up with somebody else, you know, they're seeing you even in some ways, like in ways that you can't see yourself. Like yeah. that's why you have to go get into a mirror to look at, um, at, uh, and it's, and it talks about the word of God being a yes. reflection that when we look in the word of God, that it shows us who we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It corrects our identity basically like because before Christ we were completely dead to you know we were we were totally disconnected from God we were totally disconnected from who we actually were meant to be exactly so then as soon as it's almost like this other reality I just think of it like almost like a sci-fi movie where there's this like in a moment the curse is broken it really is the curse is is. broken yeah and then we begin to in a moment and we'll see this I'm sure you've seen this in your own life where in moments in worship in a conversation be like <gasps> this is this is who I'm really supposed to be, yes. like I'm feeling this like this is right this this patient. Person that's full of peace and hope, and like yeah. nothing can come my way without <laughs> yes. you know, God is on my side. Like, this is who I am. And then we're like, How does that just go away in like one second as soon as I get into traffic, oh, okay. or as soon as my husband says something that triggers some insecurity I had mm. way before I even married him? You know, and then all of a sudden, this whole other person comes out, and you're like, I feel like I'm in Mr. Jekyll or Mr. Jekyll to Mr. Mr. Hyde. Hyde. You know, I'm yes. like these two different, and it's because we are at war with that's the flesh and the spirit. And so, situation. you know, and yeah. so that is a, a current reality, but it's yeah. not the, it's not like the settling that we just have to accept that and then be like, well, that's right. just who I am. So like back to him yeah. talking me through some of that, that was extremely um offensive. I wanted mm. to just hold on and it was out of insecurity and fear. Right. I felt like somehow... Becoming like more Christ like in certain ways would somehow strip me away from like who I really was meant to be instead of seeing it flipped on the other side of like Mm -hmm. who I was meant to be is actually like Christ. Who, you know, I, you know, why just say what's on my mind? Well, actually, like we're supposed to be like with our words being salt and light, like our words mm. are, are seasoned with salt. Like, so if we're saying things in hurtful ways to people, that's not who we are. Right. That it just isn't. Like, even right. if it's been the way that your mom and dad talked to you or the way that yeah. everyone around you, it isn't who we are. Right. And so it's like this, oh, this dub this reality where we're realizing, oh my goodness, who I am. Is in Christ. Who I am is a son and daughter of yes. God. What does that actually look like? Like Galatians 5, I think it says, mm-hmm. the fruit of the Spirit is what it looks like. The fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives is love, joy, peace, patience. So if those things are being reflected in our own unique personality, it's not like we become robots. Right, no. you know, or just, you know, this cookie cutter, but it's so mm-hmm. beautifully displayed yes. in every personality. We're all different but we are there is a common thread there's something that identifies us as sons and daughters it's been so sad to see in the body of Christ where it's that we're not displaying that common thread of who God is as son and sons and daughters being so divided or or whatever because yeah. we're not Um, realizing that there's an actual identity shift, that we are Mm -hmm. really different. We're literally aliens and pilgrims to this world. We're like foreigners. So when we come in and there's these other things that we could say, oh, well, this is who I was. Well, if if it was who you were before Christ, you have to filter that through the word of God and go, okay, is this who I am? Is this who I am as a son and daughter of God or is it not? If it's not reflecting Christ, then it isn't. I love what you're saying. I was sitting there uh, listening
2: and just being so inspired with the truth of this moment. Um, and and all of a sudden, I was reflecting to Old Testament uh, scripture that talked about that in the last days, that weapons will be beat into plowshares. So in other words, some of the things that you're talking about, mm-hmm. Michaela, that were built into us that feel so much a part of us is yes. they were actually wow. defense weapons. It was like for, for us to survive, and mm. it's beautiful that God wires us to be able to, you know, not be crushed by things that are harmful and, 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 um, and dangerous in our our weeds even, you know, but we don't know the way of the word. We don't know the way of the Holy Spirit. So we just kind of it becomes a part of who We're we are. On our own. Yeah. So I love in the last days where we know that offenses are supposed to rise up, but at the same time, God has this promise. He's got this invitation that instead of going to our what we feel like is our strength, that we allow him to transform that mm-hmm. into something that's gonna cultivate our likeness our image of Christ. Yes. Yeah. And so I love that you're speaking to that because ultimately that's why Jesus came. Ultimately that's why we have a relationship with yeah. God is that we be transformed into this image of Christ. So what are some of the tools yeah. that we have yeah, for that Yeah, we've been talking
0: about yes. all these weeds to, to get
2: these weeds out. Of <laughs> yes.
0: Mind. So if, you know, if we go to church and everything and we're listening to Pastor Dad and Pastor Cameron and all the amazing pastors, Pastor David, yeah. and we are listening and listening and not responding. It's like me, if I was to go in and, and spray my weeds with water, you know, with my weed sprayer and like I'm using the wrong tools. And so hearing and responding to the word of God in James 1, through 25, it said, don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it. For that is the essence of self-deception. What, Pastor Dad? Wow. Mm, mm -hmm. So always let his word become like poetry written Mm. and fulfilled by your life. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message you hear, you become like the person who looks in the mirror of the word Mm. to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. You perceive how God sees you in the mirror of the word, but then you go and forget your divine origin. But those who set their gaze deeply mm. into the perfecting law of liberty are fascinated by and respond to the truth they hear and are strengthened by it. They experience God's blessing in all that they do. Wow. Wow, wow. So yes, like, let's just say law. Say yes. la. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. so we cannot underestimate the power of the word of God yeah. in our lives, I think. To be honest, like I think I heard it so much. It almost mm. became like what you were saying last week when you said you dealt with were dealing with thoughts and depression and you knew what to do, but you you needed to open your mouth up. I think that's been honestly like such an interesting thing for me over okay. the years of going wow. of going, I know this, but I don't feel like I'm actually doing it, like acting it out, saying, speaking to my thing. And I don't know if that's like insecurity, like was insecurity, fear, apathy – but some, somehow, I think that realizing there was delight in that, that it wasn't this like to-do list of yes. like, okay, I'm performing. I need to perform and speak the word. But I realized that the only way to get through life and to have life in abundance was to be connected to the life source. And speaking the word wasn't like, okay, here's my to-do list to treat this problem. But it was actually like, this is how I get to do life with God as his son and Woo-hoo. daughter, Like this, or as his daughter. This is how I get to do it. I think when it switched in my mind, Mind as a, not a performance, yeah. but and not as like a um, a treatment, like it's some something was wrong with me. But realizing right. this is how the closer I get to God, this is how I get closer to Him mm. and closer to looking like His truth, closer to being close to him you know because if i'm distracted by all these things it's it's funny it's like it's not that he pushes us away but we put ourselves away like we push ourselves away from him through fear and depression and worry and anxiety because we have so many other things we're thinking about and focusing on instead of focusing on what really matters and so that's where it talks about the distra- the distractions right um and the ambitions for life it's not that those things the distractions could be something very normal in our lives yeah. um or working a job like that's not a bad dis- thing to have to win win the bread for your family but if it overtakes your relationship with god mm-hmm. then that could be just as distracting as a an addiction or or anger or or, or whatever you know and so it's so crazy it's not just It's not just like going out and drinking or whatever can destroy your relationship with God. It's like this is like an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. And so I think, okay, so Hebrews 4.12, something that really stuck out to me, it says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, Mm -hmm. piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Mm. And I. so God, like it exploded in my mind, this scripture, because I saw his word as this such a powerful, like huge, like potent weed killer. Yes. <laughs> I was out yes. there and I was thinking, organic, this is like, it's the <laughs> weed killer. And so I have a tool I want to show you. Because, you know, we know it's two things. It's par- us, and then it's right. partnering with God. Yes. So the weed killer. There it is. Here it is. This is the potent poison. Well, it's not poison. It's actually life for us, but it's poison to the weeds. So these, the weeds, um, they only can be killed by the truth. You know, we can't right. use, like what we said, we can't do self-help. It's not the... Um, we can say things as much as we want. Oh, I want to be patient. I want to be better. But if we don't have the, like, the actual weed killer, it's not going to do the damage to the weeds. Okay,
1: let, me, <laughs> let, me, let me give an example of this. What, what is needed to kill the weeds is inside this. Yes. And you're the one who, who has put to. it inside. Yes. It did oh, not wow. just appear. Mm -hmm. You put what is necessary to take care of the weeds, you open this up, you put it inside, and then you're responsible to spray. Mm
0: -hmm. So we sprayed, and then... So that was, you know, that's the part. That's like God's part. You're putting in the word. You're applying the actual truth. He's giving you you the truth. The anointing, the word. And then we're talking the second part, like what you said. You knew it was inside of you, and then you had to speak it out against depression. And this is me every single day. Like I feel like I'm in this tension. It's not that you you get to some point where this tension isn't there. (laughs) The weeds are always going to be coming in from different things. So living in the tension. But I saw this tool. So this is my tool. (laughs) I love this thing so much. I went to Lowe's and I found it. I didn't even know there was a such thing as a weeder. But I got this and I thought, maybe this will help me. And it was the best thing ever. I'm still not done yet. The point. That's my point. I'm still <laughs> not done point. yet. <laughs> That's the point. But this tool, it reminded me, it's not that I'm just going in, I can't go in with a chainsaw and get the weeds up. No. It's not going to work. Right. So God's not coming in and just destroying our personality to build yeah. his kingdom, you know, to build his garden. He's not just, um, right, right, well, I'll, keep, that, I'll keep this. Um, <laughs> he's not just, you know, going through and destroying every part of who you are. He's actually, um, he's decisive. And so when I saw, when that scripture came up in my mind about the word of God yes. being living and powerful, it reminded me of like of a brain surgeon. Like he's going in and carefully, like decisively with this sharp tool, the sword, the sword of the spirit, which mm. is the word of God. Yeah. You know, so he's decisively taking out exactly what shouldn't be there and leaving exactly what should be there. You know, so he's, he's created us with all the things, the passions, the ability, our personality and everything. And so it's asking Holy Spirit. It's not like, Oh, just take my personality away. Just kill me, God. You know, you just move <laughs> through me. Like oh, there's all these worship songs out there, and I'm like, I don't know if that's specifically actually what is happening yeah. there. You know, just kill me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't just need the car. Yeah. On me. <laughs> it's just the d- d- dying to your flesh. It's not yeah. killing your personality. Right. And so God is going in and decisively weeding mm-hmm. out. But you also are taking the tool because this is my tool. This is the one that God, I think God revealed it to me for sure. (laughs) I I didn't even mean to go in that section in Lowe's, but this is what I got in there and did the work of speaking the word, Mm. of going in, weeding things out, of being honest with myself about the embarrassing parts of myself that I was like, I don't even like to say this out loud that I may be thinking this or or be insecure about this issue, or, you know, and that's where you have that community, that safe place, because Pastor Cameron, you know. Hey, <laughs> just let, me being... ask
1: you, let me ask you something. When you went into the store, uh, or you were looking for this.
2: Well, she didn't you... know I didn't for make sure, sure that for was, was the tool, today know. we're discovering. You know, <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, what, what
1: I'm saying is, but you discovered this tool. Yes. How did you discover the tool? I was looking for it. Okay, you were looking for it. Did somebody point you in the right direction? No. Or you just... You but just, you were looking. You, you went I out, was you, There you were looking. signs. You, you that were <laughs> looking.
0: I knew I needed a solution. Yeah. <laughs> something in gardening. Yeah.
1: So, But you had to follow something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You either Googled or what is a tool I can use? Yeah, a garden you know, tool. A garden tool, whatever. And then all, all of a sudden this came up. Uh, you saw it and... I mean, it...
0: Yeah, it said it, weeder, and yeah, I thought... that weeder, it says it, it, says it right... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That <laughs> sounds like it's supposed to be. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it says it right there. So here's my point. Somebody that was having a problem mm. invented this before you ever had a problem. Oh, yeah. So God actually gave us his word.
0: Yes. Gave us his weeder
1: gave us exactly what we need to be able to get the things out. And like you said, what we have to understand is the the Word of God is living and it's powerful. Yes. Okay? It is more powerful than my weed. Yes, exactly. This is more powerful than the weed growing because you can go in with this and it's coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, but, <laughs> you, you, didn't have, no but, power. but you have to, but <laughs> you're the one that has to use the force. Yes. To get this out. Yeah. That's the reason the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians, the mm-hmm. 10th chapter, verse 3 and 5 the weapons,
0: weapons. of
1: our gardens. Yeah. The weapons <laughs> of our warfare, the weapons of our warfare, are not carnal, mm-hmm. okay, but they are mighty to pulling down yes. strongholds. They are mighty to yes. digging out and uprooting weeds. Yes, okay, and and it says casting down every vain imagination, because everything yes. you've been talking about, uh, Michaela, concerning uh, concerning your identity, that's image.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: first letters of imagination is image. Yes. So it says casting down imaginations, which means imaginations or images that have not been given to us by God. Mm-hmm. And it says, and here's the key bringing every thought into captivity. Yes. To the obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. And whatever you don't take captive will end up taking you captive. Yes. And whatever weed that you don't get out, like you were saying, and and it was so good. You were you were were saying, you know, I was holding on to this, you know, thinking this is this This is is who I I am. am. Yeah. And then you got into the word of God and realized this is not who I am. No. You know, and so you started using the word as the sort of spirit to get this thing out. Yeah. And that's the reason in Proverbs, listen to this, Proverbs 420, it says this, my son, give attention.
0: Give to attention. my words.
1: okay, We have a tendency to give attention to who we used to be or what people have said about us mm-hmm. or who we think we are.
0: Yeah, We right. give
1: attention to that. And it, then it says, give attention to my words, because the Bible says in Deuteronomy 8, 3, man does not live by bread alone, but every by word. every word that yes. proceeds out of the mouth of God. And then it says this, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. That basically means the inner self do not let them depart out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, keep them in the midst of your heart. That's in in my mind. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. That's amazing. So there's life and health for us to attend to the word of God. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, I think, and that's where it taught, like I just feel so strong in my heart to to talk about the secret ingredient, I think for me um, and for all of us. Um, to be abiding in in Christ, because I think we can struggle so much with um, with performance. Like we want to yeah. do good and be better, and and so we we can just struggle to strive to do things ourselves, yeah. and just forget that He is literally right there. Right. Like He wants to take our hand yes. and help us to do this. Like I like I couldn't have uprooted the weeds. The way that I needed to, if Cameron hadn't went in, it was actually Cameron that went in and sprayed the weeds. So it's partnership. <laughs> um, that'll like, preach. Fellow workers. Yes. <laughs> so he sprayed. But like, if if I didn't have the the life source, then I'm striving and everything. And it's so mm. funny because I feel I would find myself in these cycles, um, and I still struggle with this where I'm like I'm striving to do what I when I know in my heart yeah. like this is how I want to be a more loving person. So I'm going to strive to do this and then not be connected to the life source. And then it's like, I'm doing like, it in oh. futile and vain and frustration mm. and not realizing that he is, the, the truth is yeah. what sets us free. It's the word of God. You know, it's not, it, and even like self-health things are, are very attractive to me because, um, you know, I read things and I'm like, this is just so amazing. And I remember one time I wrote a blog or something and Pastor Dad, he, I sent it to him and he's like, this is so incredible. Like, He was so encouraging, and at the very end, though it was a couple years ago, he said, um, "Just remember, like, to put to have scripture, like, have those things, those thought processes, connected to scripture." And I remember it; that was like a huge turning point for me because I read through my blog again and thought, "Well, I had all the scriptures in my mind, but I didn't use them in the blog. Like, I didn't write them in the blog." And I realized, like, this—it's not just oh, it's not just obvious that we're. like when you were dealing with your with struggling with that depression stuff, it was like, well, it's not just obvious that I'm supposed to walk in joy. You have to apply it. You have to actually, like mm. every single time. It's not just like, oh, this is implied. The scripture and the truth is implied. We actually have to apply it. It's not implied by the the, the um, messages that we're listening to or the just hearing it and kind of. Um, uh, just letting it kind of osmosis osmosis or yeah, yeah if i'm around it enough then i yeah. will become more no mm. it's actually a very very hands on process yeah. and i've noticed that more and more with my life like if i'm not connected to the life source if i'm not abiding um intentionally in abiding like and that's not just sitting there and worshiping God for it. Cause I literally can't do that yeah, with I mean, my two year old, but it's an intentional thing where I'm yeah. turning my mind and fixing my mind on the word mm. of God. I'm fixing my mind on worship. I'm fi- and when I'm not doing that, I'm stressed out and I'm letting anxiety get to me yes, and hearing, all of us hearing the news and feeling like, oh my gosh, where's the world going? The world is so dark. So it's so crazy. It's literally like a light switch of us trying to do it ourselves mm-hmm. or connecting with mm-hmm. the life source mm-hmm. and going, I'm going to, Use what I know is inside of me. Um, I don't know if you have anything in you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and it's
1: exactly because what you said is so is so key. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, we look at uh, Jesus or God out here.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, a lot of people think of it that not, way. He, uh, he's not. or he comes in a service. Yeah. Or he, he's he's yeah.
1: not out here. He's, He's in, in us. Here. He's not
0: yes. just in our prayer closet.
2: No.
1: <laughs> right. He actually He's, comes
0: yeah. out with yeah. us. <laughs> he knows See, everything
1: is yeah. going on. He knows everything is happening. He's living on the inside of yeah. us. So the, the scripture that you had, so you must remain in life union with me, mm. and which is so vitally, mm-hmm.
2: that is so That's everything. Important. That's
1: everything. Uh, yes. Uh, and that's what Jesus did. That's the reason Jesus was so successful. Yeah. and people are well I can never be successful like Jesus the Bible says walk even as he walked. even as it, he lived walked. even as he lived so yeah. he he was our example and and one of the things that uh that you said uh you, it reminded me of Martha
0: and Mary mm-hmm I definitely you, identify with Martha. Yeah. I'm gonna get this house. <laughs> yeah. well, no, let me give you this tool. What, yes. you know, Martha, listen, Martha loved Jesus. Yeah, she
1: with all did. her heart. With yeah. all he of did. her heart. But what she was doing is she was striving and working hard to please him. hmm And in fact, uh Tava, when uh Mary came and said at his feet, mm-hmm. because there are times the, and we're all busy oh my gracious oh, we're mm-hmm. all going oh. and, and busy oh, yeah but <laughs> especially there are, now there, there are times like Mary you you must sit at his feet yeah and mm-hmm.
2: you must take that's yeah. choosing the best yeah you
1: must sit at his feet and and and, and take that uh, because here's what I, I love Michaela when uh, the scripture you have here yes for as a br- uh, branch is severed from the vine it will not bear fruit. So your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined Mm -hmm. with mine. Mm -hmm. That that's the key. I mean we just think that being intimate with Jesus is sometimes just showing up at church.
0: It's twenty four seven. It's
1: twenty four (laughs) seven. Even while you're sleeping. It's I'm I'm talking to the and and this doesn't have this is not just because I'm a pastor. I'm talking to the Lord all the time. Yes. You know, I'm asking him for help in every aspect, the Holy Spirit for help.
0: Helping I'm him. just a mom, and I'm saying yeah. Because he's, in <laughs> he's interested in you
1: being a mom. Yes. You yes. Know? And, and, and again, he's interested in everything that we do. Everything yes. becomes sacred. You know, yes. he, he's it's interested so you know, Austin sitting over there behind a the camera, he's interested yeah. in what Austin is doing right now,
2: <laughs> you
1: know, and, 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 and he's interested he's in everything us. that we're
2: doing. Yes. He,
1: he's interested in the small things and the little things but here's what here's what I want to, to, to us to end with today where it says as a branch is severed from the vine sometimes through our work and toil and mm. trying to do things on our own yeah. That's almost like we are separating we ourselves. We disconnect ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah disconnecting.
2: <laughs> Let's and, not do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and,
1: and we, we're trying to bear fruit on our own. A tree cannot bear fruit no. on our own. No, sure Listen, to this. That's the reason <laughs> that we're called human beings, not human doings. Yeah. Because to do, you have to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be what? Be in Him. Be yeah. in Him. Be in relationship with Him. Our identity. Be who you are in Him. Not what everybody else tries to make you. Quit trying to please everybody else. You know, try, quit trying to be what everybody else wants you to be. It's exhausting. Quit trying to be... What you're seeing on television, which is a total fantasy oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lie it's a and sad. totally empty, yeah. quit trying to think that if I have everything that I see advertised on TV, this reason is called the envy box. Every t- <laughs> you're envious of what everybody else yeah. has and what you don't have, now it's like I <laughs> Facebook, gotta have this, I gotta have Instagram, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and, and God wants you. God wants us to have things. He wants us sure. to be blessed. Things that we love. He's to, a great dad. You know, to do, uh, but at the same time. You've got to be who you are in Christ. Yes. He loves that. And you know what? That is not a hard thing to do unless mm-hmm. you're living for the applause and you're living for, oh, for the acceptance of others. Don't do it. That's the biggest trap <laughs> in the Overwhelming. world. Who we are. To get the weeds out that have been planted in your life, you must get into the Word of God. Yeah. You must listen to the word, get into the word, get into a good local church, get into community. As long as you're isolated, the devil is going wow. to beat you to pieces. Yeah. You're, you're constantly going to live in fear and uh, you're going to live in insecurities. You know, fellowship with one another. That's what's so vitally yeah, yeah. important. Yes. You know, if you're not in fellowship with somebody, you must get into fellowship. Mm-hmm. And again, that's what a local church is about. You know, uh, to get into fellowship. I know it's different in these sure. days, but you know what? You There's can still fellowship, ways. fellowship with a mask on. <laughs> Social distance. To. It's just, yeah. You know, but you can be, yeah. be, be there with, with, with somebody. So, so vitally important. And to come into fellowship with Jesus is the greatest gift that God has given us because yes. to come into fellowship with Jesus means I, I come into fellowship with the Father.
2: He's a friend.
1: And I'm in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the Bible even talks about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So every tool that you need is available. That's right, it's been yes. given to us by God. And then a local church teaches you how to use those how tools. How to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what so far and then when you get in fellowship with one another, there's all of us working and helping uh, together, loving one another. That's what the world is desperate for is love, not destroying things but to love and right. building things. Yes. That's, the, that's, that's the key. So if you've never received Jesus as the Lord of your life, that's the, that's the first step for you to totally be completely brand new. And yeah. that's what you need. You need a new season, a yeah. new start. You need to new, be a new person. And that cannot happen outside of God. And you say, Pastor, how do I do that? You simply believe that Jesus Simple. Christ is the Son of God, Yeah, that he died for you on the cross, and then in believing that in your heart, you say, I repent of my sin. And I'm asking Jesus to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Yeah. And my friend, if you do that, and then to ask him this, this too, fill me with the Holy Spirit, yes. baptize me with the Holy Spirit in power. Also, to, to do it's very important it's what Jesus told the disciples after they were born again. So you receive Jesus as Lord of your life, then what? Get into the Word of God. Begin, yeah. listen, listen to me. Here's what I began with. I began with the book of Ephesians.
0: Hmm.
1: Ephesians is, 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 to me, is my anthem. I began the book of the wow. Ephesians because when you get over to the yeah. epistles, it's written to the new believers. Right. Uh, I love Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Sure, yeah. Okay, but when you get past that, all right, that's written to the new believers so, so important for you to establish and understand who you are uh, and what God has done for you and the way he sees you, and then how he wants us to live. God bless you. We will see you at our next CL Talks. God bless you.
2: Thanks for listening to the CL Talks podcast. You can find the notes from this conversation in the show notes below. For more
0: information and talks from Covenant Love, just search for us on social media or head to mycl.church. We'll see you next week.